You're listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk to you about uplifting, empowering, and inspirational topics that can help you to stand up and fight those beasts in your life and to just live a life filled with much more happiness, strength, and courage. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can also find this directly on my website at ValerieSilvera.com. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Hello, my friends. Today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about whether or not it is selfish to put yourself first. I think for most of us, especially us women, we would probably say yes. We're kind of wired to take care of other people and to put people first, our children, our spouses, our friends, all sorts of different people before ourselves. That's part of it. Another thing is it seems to me that we've just sort of been conditioned in society that if we take care of ourselves or do things for ourselves that we're being selfish or self-centered. Of course, if you were the kind of person that only thought about yourself, that was always spending money only on yourself, spending time only on yourself, you get the point. I mean, if you were really one of those super duper selfish people, then we might have another discussion on our hands, but I'm assuming that is not you. So we are already conditioned like that. And then if you are in a situation where somebody in your life is not doing well, as in the case of me with my daughter who lived with an addiction beast for more than half of her 30 year life, for sure, she was in big trouble. And of course we should be there for other people. Yes, we should sacrifice sometimes. We should definitely do that. That's what life is all about. But unfortunately, what many of us have done is we have put ourselves in last place, possibly because something big and huge has happened, like in the case of me with my daughter with her addiction beast, but it could be something else or some other reason or many other little reasons. Lots of people these days, women, I should say these days, have gotten into the situation where you put your kids so far ahead that it's almost kind of crazy. You know, we, we hear about helicopter moms that are just hovering over their kids all the time. They can't do anything wrong. They can't let them get a bump or a bruise or a scrape. So many people out there like that. And, you know, obviously that's not even reality. That's not allowing our children to learn things, to fall down, to hurt themselves, to, I mean, obviously you're going to keep your kids safe, but you know what I mean? The simple little things, allowing them to have what could be perceived as a failure so they can learn from it. But we're kind of in an age now where I call them drone moms. I mean, moms literally don't want their sons and daughters to have any amount of pain. And so we're kind of in that culture now with a lot of people where we are willing to sacrifice ourselves so that our children especially, and often other people too in your life, don't have to feel any pain. Don't have to learn anything. Don't have to learn the consequences, to feel the consequences of their actions. So we start out with all of that going on, along with the fact that we are already wired as women to put other people first. And then we kind of get ourselves in real big trouble if something really big happens. And 
I can definitely obviously relate if you're the mom of an addict, but this could be for you in general. This does not, this message is not just for those of us with sons and daughters living with an addiction beast. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that this is a really good example. Even if that's not you, I think you could probably even just relate to what it might be like to put somebody so far ahead. And, and really it's understandable, especially if you're afraid they're going to crash. And I think a lot of you could relate to this, even if you don't have somebody with addiction in your family, just bad choices. And we have so much influence now for girls to try to be perfect and guys have to make so much money. And so you might be concerned about your sons and daughters for other reasons, or perhaps other people in your life. So when something like that really goes wrong or they're making, what if they're just making bad choices? I mean, come on, let's face it. People make bad choices too. But often we want to protect people from their bad choices. And again, there's nothing wrong with standing with somebody, with giving somebody a hand up. But if if what you're doing is at the expense of your own well-being, and I'm talking about for a long period of time. Remember I mentioned that there's nothing wrong with sacrificing for a period of time for another person. We all should be doing that when somebody needs our help. But there's a huge difference between a handout and a hand up. Living somebody else's life and then just being a doormat. That, that's not healthy, obviously, and you know that. But lots of times it's just flat out fear. Fear that keeps us doing that. But I want to give you a couple of I have thoughts that maybe can help you with this to get out of this mode because it's not good. Self-destruction is not noble. It is not something that you're going to end up getting a trophy for or a badge or some sort of a of a um, an award. It's not noble. It's really not. You sacrificing yourself to the point where you're literally self-destructing mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, that's not helping anybody. And if somebody's allowing you to self-destruct, if somebody's allowing you to put yourself so far down on the list that it's really destructive to you, then what are they doing? What are they thinking? You know, I really want you to think about that. And why are you allowing somebody to do this to you? Why are you constantly putting yourself in last place? And then if you do some little thing for you, you feel guilty. I remember literally that I would do anything. If Jamie wanted to go to rehab, well, she most of the time didn't want to go to rehab. If I thought she would go to rehab, I would put money, I would put a rehab on credit cards if I needed to. I would do anything and I would go without. I'd be willing to say, no, we don't need that rich because I want Jamie to have this. And I get that. And to a certain extent, I think that's okay. But when it gets to a point where you're literally just not even thinking about yourself, you're not caring for yourself, you are really not putting yourself in last place. You're not even on the list. And that is not even saying, well, I just want to put that person first. If you're not even on the list, you are in self-destruction mode, whether you want to believe it or not. It is critical that we take care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually so that we can be the best people that we can for other people. Yes. But also because God put you on this earth for a purpose. Part of your purpose might be being a parent. If you're a parent, then of course that's part of your purpose, but it's not your sole purpose. It's not the end of the story. 
I don't believe that your story was supposed to be written, that this thing happened to you. And because of it, you allowed yourself to self-destruct. You stopped caring about yourself. You stopped putting yourself at the top of the list. So when I say putting yourself first, I know that for a lot of you, the first thing that happens in your brain is you just kind of go, no, 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 no. Like, you know, everything's all the wiring starts getting all mixed up because that's for me too. That's always how I felt. I would think putting myself first. No, no, no. I put everyone else first. That's the way it should be. That was noble for me. But the problem is my health was being affected. My spiritual well-being was definitely affected. My mental capacity and emotionally, I was an absolute disaster. So how is that helping anybody? How is you putting yourself last place helping anybody? Once again, if you put yourself further down the list for a period of time because you need to sacrifice for somebody because you know there's an illness or something happens, but if you've really become a doormat or you've even kind of sort of forgot or stopped caring about yourself because that's what I did. This is not good. Again, I want to say it again. This is not noble. You know, this isn't going to be written in the history book, in, in your life's purpose, your legacy. It's not going to be written that while well, she laid down her life for everybody to a point where she self-destructed, was never there for anybody and missed out on her purpose. I don't think that's supposed to be your legacy. Sometimes you have to put yourself first. I've even been struggling with this lately because I've had a situation in my family where something happened with my mom and it was on the heels of me having about three weeks off. And I'm in the middle of building a business and, and working on a bunch of different programs. And, and I really lost the momentum while I was having these these family times, which were fantastic. I mean, I loved having all of this going on, but you know what? I, I, I've. I, it's hard for me to say. I've got to put my business first. I've got to put these projects first. It's really hard for me, and so I didn't do that. And again, I'm not beating myself up because I really did have a great time. But I probably should have. Again, you know me. I don't like those shouldas, so I probably shouldn't say this. Now I've said it twice, in two sentences. Maybe prioritized my business a little bit more and just said, "Sorry, can't do everything." And when you work from home, it's kind of difficult because I think people don't really realize that you're at work. And so it makes it a little more challenging. But again, no, no complaints or anything like that. But what happened was then my mom really literally on the heels the same day that my family left, which was a very sad day. But on that same day, my mom ended up in the hospital and it was, it was life-saving. She ended up having life-saving surgery. And so of course, of course, I don't care about my business when this is happening with my mom. But once she was stable and everything, and it was eight days later, I needed to really allow other family to come in and, and be there and spend some time and, and, and take the baton. And that's not easy for me because I typically feel like I'm supposed to do it. You know, dun, 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 dun. I don't know what my problem is, but that's kind of how I feel. And sometimes we have roles in the family where other people sort of expect that of you too. But I also live in the same town as my mom and, and the others don't. And they had to, you know, come from out of town. And, and that always makes me feel bad, you know. But anyway, once again, other people have an easier time, it seems, than I do prioritizing their, their good times, prioritizing their jobs and their careers and all sorts of things for themselves. 
And so, you know, it depends on how you're wired. That's something I really have to work on. And maybe it's something you really have to work on. Putting my, and it's kind of funny too, because I'm really not even putting myself first. I'm putting my business first and my business is helping other people, but hey, that's okay. One step at a time. But, you know, even with all of this going on, one of the things that I do is I get massages and they're really not like a day at the spa for me. It is therapeutic massage. I do deep tissue because I have some back problems and it really helps me and it's really good for my health. And I haven't done, I think I've done one in the last month. That's something I really need to prioritize and I've been putting everything else first. So that's a good example for me. So the question again is that I had for you in the beginning of this podcast, is it selfish to put yourself first? Or is it selfish to not put yourself at least somewhere toward the top of the list? The longer I live, the more I understand all of this, I firmly believe that us not prioritizing our own well-being is actually kind of selfish. Because I think sometimes when we, we, again, put on the cape and put everyone else first and feel noble, it makes us feel good. And so that's maybe a little selfish. Maybe we're getting something out of that, being the doormat, you know, being the person who's always the one sacrificing. Sometimes you just need to draw the line. And if it will help you, think about it this way. You are doing this for other people as much as for yourself. Because if you burn out, if you get wiped out, if you get sick, if you have no energy, you're an emotional basket case, how in the world are you supposed to be there for anybody else? I mean, really be there for anybody else. It's not possible. At some point, the whole thing is just going to blow wide open. You know, your life's just going to become a complete mess or something really bad's going to happen to you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, if it isn't already. So it's time to draw the line and say, enough's enough. This is really interesting. I'm going to give you an extreme case. And I don't say this with any judgment, but it's, it's really telling. And this had to do with somebody who contacted me this week, and she is the mom of an addict. And she has, I don't know who's addicted to what, but she did mention something like that. She has three sons. And their ages, I think two of them are twins. So they're ages 20 and 21, 22, I think, 20 and 22. Three of them living at her house. She's living on her own now with them because her husband, who's their stepfather, has left her. She is separated for a couple of years now because he's tired of this whole mess. And here's the mess. These three are living in the house. None of them are working. They're all guys. None of them are working. And they're constantly asking her for money, for weed, yeah, you heard it right. Talk about sacrificing and self-destructing. I mean, they're giving money for weed? Are you kidding me? These kids should be paying for their own food. They're able-bodied and they're not working. And so what I told her, you know, as lovingly as I could, but I told her I'm going to be brutally honest because you contacted me. What would you tell somebody else? What would you tell a friend that told you that story? Three able-bodied adults living in the home, none of them working, and they're constantly asking you for money for weed. And she's literally in a situation where every dime she has goes to foot the bill for these, these able-bodied guys, and she's not living with her husband. You see, that poor lady doesn't even have herself on the list. 
And I hope she takes the step forward and really realizes what she's doing and how it's really not helping anybody. Not to mention enabling, and that's a whole nother podcast we'll get into soon. Enabling is not helping people. Everybody has to learn in this life. It's part of the tuition that we pay for being on this planet. We have to learn and we learn by messing up. We learn by making wrong decisions. We learn by, ouch, that hurts. I don't like how that feels. Let me not do that again. But if somebody's always stepping in and keeping people from feeling pain, how are they supposed to say, ouch, that hurts? I have this lady I know that told me one time that she was married to an alcoholic and it was many, many years ago, but they had a business and I guess he was really great in business meetings and great at sales and he, you know, he could come in after a bender all night and just basically she'd kind of, I don't know if she had to brush his teeth and you know what she did with him, but somehow she cleaned him up every morning and propped him up in the room and, you know, turned him on and let him go. And he was pretty good, but she was basically holding the rest of it together, their personal life and the business. So they went to see this counselor and she said, you know, he's got a real problem. And the counselor stopped her and said, he doesn't have a problem. What's the problem? Look what you do for him. He doesn't have a problem. He gets to go out and drink all night and you take care of everything. You're the one with the problem. Isn't that interesting? Well, she wound up backing off and not handling everything. And she eventually they did get a divorce and he lost his business and everything. He's actually been clean for a couple of decades now. Interesting, huh? When she stopped enabling him. So anyway, I hope these, these little tidbits and these stories can help you. Obviously, I don't know your personal situation, but I want you to really give some thought to putting yourself first for a change. And even if you can't put yourself first, can you at least get on the list? Can you get yourself somewhere toward the top? You know, maybe you got to at least get on the list and then work your way up because it's just so against how you've been for so long. It's really challenging for you to do that. I really want you to think about this. I hope you take all of this to heart. You are so valuable. You are needed in this world. This world needs you out there shining your light, being a courageous woman or man, a strong person who's positive and influencing people. The world's never needed so many warriors, so many courageous people to lead the way. And this person can be you, but you've got to get yourself on the list. You've got to start prioritizing you. You are here for a purpose. Your purpose is not to be a doormat. So that's my message for you today. I want you to know that wherever you are, whatever you're going through, my heart is with you. I'm always standing with you. This has been another uplifting episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Remember to visit ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast to subscribe via SoundCloud or iTunes.